Welcome to Sonata Secrets. In this video we look at the six Romanian folk dances by Bela Bartok. They are really good intermediate pieces, very short and sweet movements, and when I was a young student, maybe 12 years old or so, my teacher made me play them, and I still have my old markings from then in this score. So they are great examples of music that maybe doesn't behave the way you're used to compared to the normal classical or romantic styles, because there are some unresolved dissonances, unusual modes, and some rhythms that feel a bit backwards. But it's okay, and in fact, it makes perfect sense within this context, and it presents music that's really interesting. And you get to play this banger of a final movement. So let's start with some general remarks. So this music is based on or contains melodies that Bartok encountered when he was on his music excavation trips in Central Europe in the early 20th century. But he took those melodies and put them into a composition in a Western art music context. And this can be a contentious subject, like is it exotification or even racism to do that? I don't think so. I think all art is basically just a blending together and transformation of different ideas from different directions. So this is just the way Bartok did it and we are left with really cool pieces. I think it's really nothing more to it than that. And the second thing is there seems to be mostly one edition of this music and it's the universal edition. And I have one that looks like this. And the pedal marking here looks a bit weird. So you can see uh, where does the pedal start? It looks like it's starting after you play the note, but I think that just means that you play the note and you press the pedal for that note. So I just think you need to get used to that way of writing. But also, I think the pedal marking are a bit too much. Uh, like, I'm slightly more careful with the pedal because you lose some of the crispness of the melody, especially when the melody is not legato, like staccato. Uh, sometimes I do less pedal than what's marked here. So that's just a uh, word of warning. So the first one is dance with a stick or stick dance, and it goes like this. So it's a little bit backwards feeling rhythmically with the 16th notes on the beat and then syncopation on the 8th notes. Like it would be more natural if it was like that when you have the quick notes not on the beat but that's the point of it. It's a special kind of groove you get into. Uh, harmonically, it's kind of an A minor Dorian mode, A minor, but this F sharp makes it Dorian, but then F natural on the way down. And flipping to A major in the end. So the first phrase is eight bars like that. We get it one more time, repeated some minor variations in the harmony. For example, we start on this D major, like a Dorian chord of A minor. Like it's kind of hard to say 
what it is like harmonically, what function it is, because it's so so much of the modes are blended. So I just stick to the feeling of the music in some way. Some textural variations as well. Like bass entry. have this thing with the pedal markings so it says to have a pedal here but I think you lose the crispness of the staccato so I make it uh, I cannot put the pedal on this D because that's it feels like it's motivic it's always a long note on the D and I, I want to keep the bass note here and then I let the pedal go so we get this nice staccato second phrase the repeated now we get a longer section a new melody and it's a contrast it's legato goes like this and it, it goes on for a while melody soars up in the high register really nice and it's again a little bit dicey how you should use pedal because if you use pedal you get nice legato with the harmony, but you lose the staccato crispness. But if you don't have pedal, it's tougher to tie it together in the harmony. Super nice chord, F major 7 first, and then fills up with a D, making it to a kind of a D minor 7, 9. So maybe here I, I like the pedal anyway, because otherwise it, it gets a bit uh, square, I don't know. C major 7, this dissonance, or fills up with the A, A minor add 9. F7 new exciting harmony it's spelled as a augmented six course chord because that's what it is it's like it's not stable kind of resolves here on the weak beat and it really leaves us hanging here super dissonant place so it feels like a d7 but the right hand melody plays play something that's definitely not part of a D7 chord, it, it feels like C major. It's outlining a C major. It's almost polytonal here, like two keys at the same time, but it's just a temporary dissonance, I think, because then it, it finds a way back after this. Also, the momentum stops to rest, and then we have this, uh, uh, like a codetta of the phrase, uh, a new motive. finds a way back to A major, uh, jumping fifth. Okay, so this is the whole long melody that grows into the next part all the time. Now we get all of this repeated again, with again some minor variations in the harmony. So starts with the same chord again, but in new position, F major 7. Super <laughs> lush again D minor 7 
like a F minor 6 F major 6 to the minor continuing down this chord is the same we recognize and we have the same finding the way back Really crescendo molto, it's really a point of making it, making like an exaggerated gesture. And even allargando in the end as well. So that's the first dance. Let's move on to the second. So brawl means sash dance apparently, or like a waistband, some kind of traditional dance when you had a sash on you. It's the shortest one in the set, uh, really cute and short and sweet, goes like this. I, I can just play the whole thing because it's so short. it's repeated but it's like this uh, Chopin also has a prelude in his set of preludes number seven it's like a super short mazurka only like four or eight short phrases um, half a minute or a minute or something depending on the tempo it's like a joke it's so short but it's like a perfect miniature the phrases makes perfect sense and uh, it's like an alter alternative to the Hall of the Mountain King but instead we have and again it's a kind of exotic mode it's not D minor well it is D minor but we have this B natural it's D minor Dorian uh, so all natural in D minor it's not uh, like the normal D minor would be The natural minor or Aeolian minor, but the Dorian. It's a little bit more jumpy and exciting. Here we have a quintuplet to make it a little bit spicy. Like this uh, movement, it's really even everything, the phrases, but there's one quintuplet to, to keep it fresh. And now we have two phrases, now we have the third and fourth phrases. Uh, going somewhere in the third go to this B flat sorry my piano is a little bit out of tune now especially on this chord um, I have booked the tuner for next week so we come to a, a time of rest here and I you can almost do like a small fermata I think and then the final phrase hang in the tempo but then get going Like to do it that way so and then there's a repeat like uh, obviously you have you can afford to take the repeat in this piece uh, and I saw on YouTube some video a girl playing this very nicely and she did a repeat and she made it an octave higher and I thought that's a great idea to keep it uh, get some more variation in there it doesn't say anything but I like the idea so it would be
little bit ritterano the second time. Okay, the third movement. So, pe loc or something, I don't speak Romanian, uh, but apparently it means uh, in one spot. Or the German der Stampfer means like the stomping or something. It's a little bit uh, contradictory, like, because uh, this is not about stomping, like, uh, loudly. It's very soft and quiet and an amazing atmosphere, kind of uh, ethereal sounding, almost pianissimo and pedal. But maybe it's like we're staying in one place and do a quiet dance or something. And it's one significant feature with this piece, and it's this uh, harmonic feeling uh, on, in the melody, a harmonic interval in the scale. So a harmonic minor scale has this interval, it's augmented second, uh, but here it's on, it's not on that scale, it's even more exotic, it's like a gypsy scale, because it's the same interval, but it's on B minor between the third and the raised fourth to, to the fifth. So this is uh, augmented second or a minor third as a scale interval. That makes the feeling. And he really plays with this, this melody. And even the, uh, the G sharp is also not the B minor, normal B minor. And lovely ornament like arabesque type of melody and syncopation so everything <laughs> now it's a new idea here repeated C sharp same interval uh, yeah, it comes two times, second time softer. And now it's a crescendo to a loud dynamic. Mezzo piano is loud in this context. And it's a repeat of the melodic material in the beginning, but it's a little bit variation. Uh, not the same ornaments, but it's the same material. going around this interval all the time. And it's a new harmony as well. It's a D major underneath instead of B minor. It's kind of the relative major, uh, but with this harmonic interval. That in D major, that turns into the major third or the minor third, which is makes it very interesting uh, to play around with that. Here we get the second idea again, the repeated note, and it says piano here, but I would recommend to keep like a loud dynamic because it's gonna get down gradually, so it's better to have some, um, some uh, level to start with and then go down. It's a bigger effect if you go down more. 
and again trying different harmonies so now we have this C sharp 7 uh, below this and trying even more A major sounds very nice with the C sharp C sharp minor some kind of G 7 super nice but kind of passing harmonies and then the left hand goes all the way down we haven't been down here at all so it gets grounded for the very last uh, phrase like an echo rallentando smorzando dying away and uh, super soft dissipating in air, smoke dissipating, that's the feeling I get. And now the fourth movement is Bukkiomiana, it's a dance from Buxum apparently. It also feels a bit off rhythmically, like it's not clear where the beats are, also quite slow. You know this floating character, we have a uh, kind of pattern of two superimposed on the meter of three quarter notes in the left hand. Kind of hemiola, um, nice inner voices. And with the pedal here, I prefer to make more of finger pedal than the actual pedal uh, to keep the melody clear. So when you can hold, hold it from here, something like that, because then the melody will be clearer. So it doesn't have to be, because that's too much pedal. And keep the A in the left hand in the finger because you need to change pedal. That is nice. And here we have this Phrygian feel with the uh, minor second scale degree, A major, with the B flat, Phrygian feel. But like, where is the beat? What's the meter? It's establishing in the start with this intro. Pretty clear, but it's so unclear here. But it's charming. Now the same melody, but reharmonized, of course. Super nice F major as the resolving chord instead. And now the second part of the movement. Also very short, new idea. It's the same ending uh, phrase or uh, idea motif. And, but uh, the harmony, some kind of Lydian feel here, B flat. B flat with the E, that's a sharp fourth of B flat. 
kind of positive. A lot of dissonance suspensions here. And they resolve super nicely here. A sus4 to the 3. And again repeated piano and reharmonized of course. Now it's a B flat augmented sixth chord. So yeah, that feeling, where is it going? It's going there. <laughs> so I don't even know what's going on here. Super dissonant, but really cool. Slargando, I haven't seen anywhere else also, I think, but apparently it means slowing down. So like ritardando. But it really finds a way back to A major in the end as well. Okay, now we have two left and it's two fast ones. And actually number five is Romanian polka. Uh, when I played them when I was young, I didn't have to play this for my teacher, I think. I think we skipped it. I played all the rest because maybe it's um, it's supposed to be really quick and it requires more movement, so it might be harder. Like the last one is hard as well. Uh, maybe this is, like now I it's not too hard for me, so I, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, maybe it's hard if you... Play it really quick, like all the hand crossings and stuff. But doesn't it have to be really super quick anyway? Uh, high energy, D major, steadfast. So some of these motifs are actually coming back in the last one too. But yeah, it starts in four, but then it's in three. So the melody in three, this is the Lydian feel again, D major, but G sharp is the sharp fourth. The D major, natural major. That's the difference. Um, here we have a nice, interesting, uneven hypermeter, or it's a mix of different time signatures. It's 3 plus 3 plus 2, basically. So 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2. Some movement in the inner voices here. Now switch to G major, but still with a sharp fourth. Now, some more movement in that voice. And I love this bar. So here, the pattern is established as 3 plus 3 plus 2 as uh, the, the phrase. But here we get 3 plus 3 plus 3. So that's the deviation from the pattern. Because so, we get one extra beat of rest on this bar. Super nice. And then we get the uh, offbeat uh, accompaniment. Okay, this is uh, annoying with my microphone. And then the final uh, entry is down here again. 
it's a long ending note. And here is a perfect uh, place to go attacka to the next movement. So attacka means straight on. And I think that's like the uh, performance standard practice to do that. And the reason is it ends on a half cadence. It end, ends on this A major. And we're in D major, so A major is the dominant. That's a half cadence. So there's some unresolved tension. And if you then go on, so the next movement is in D major too then you get the closing of the cadence for when you start in the next one. So that feels super nice. This is the Schnelltanz in German, fast dance. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, uh, maybe slightly faster than now, maybe I'm doing a little bit of explanation tempo, but I think that tempo is totally fine. Um, yeah, it, it survived, the music survives. Like, you can play that and feel and still enjoy the feeling of playing it. Uh, so, what's going on here? We have rhythms. The rhythms of the 16th notes are not on the beat like the first movement. Like that's a bit off. Here the fast 16th notes are between the beats. And the beats are longer notes. Like that's the way we're more used to. And especially when it's faster, uh, that makes it easy to play. And all these patterns, we have, we saw them already in the, the, the fifth movement. The polka, this going around. It's really well placed for the hands for the hand you can just have the right hand in one place and, and play them it's a joy to play and the left hand accompaniment syncopation is the name of the game like a pop song also you can do different with the pedal here you can either follow the instruction keep them I think I changed on the last uh, quarter note anyway, but keep them before that. Or you can uh, lift it up on the first beat on the second bar. Get more of a jumpiness to it. I'm, I haven't actually decided which one I prefer more. Uh, I think I'll have to see when I, if I play it more. This is um, that two phrases, two parts of a phrase coming down. Now we get the same thing. The melody is exactly the same, but it's reharmonized. It's like a common theme in these dances. Everything comes a second time, but it's reharmonized to keep it interesting. So the first time is D major, second time is F minor. So that's just the relative, uh, kind of the relative minor, um, not the relative, but a closely related minor key. weird harmonic moves in the end here I'm not really sure about. G major 7 turning to a G7 but still with this uh, tonality with the C sharp but then just resolving to A major in the end. And here we get completely new material. So this movement is actually two folk 
music melodies stitched together. And here starts the second one. This first intro never comes back. And instead we get Pew Allegro faster, you know, faster all the time in this piece. It modulates suddenly to C major and we get this. Well, they are very much related with the kind of the movement with the 16th notes. And here we get the nice ornament. It's basically a written out ornament on the beat. And So again, super groovy accompaniment. Like this is the type of thing you never see in classical music. It's a little bit of a shame because it's so nice to play. And um, yeah, it, it's still very interesting music. It happens things uh, not just rhythmically, but harmonically as well. So C major with F sharp. It's the Lydian feeling yet again. And you see, I changed the pedal. I lift the pedal more here than it's indicated to get the to get the excitement uh, across. Especially this. It, it's not the same if you do. Lift on that staccato note, I think, is the key. Okay, now we get the second answer to this new idea. <laughs> like really starting to, to joke around here. But this uh, is the same type of element that we had in the first movement. Let's just uh, go back really quick. Um, some way into that we get this, if you remember. So it's much slower, but it's the jumping, here it's a jumping fifth. And in the last one it's a jumping fourth, but I think it's very much the same type of element just appearing here as well. With some extra turns. And again, this is like C major, uh, maybe C mixolydian with the B flat in there, but we have F in the bass, kind of, again, polytonality thing. And another amazing transition where you just get a break for the 16th notes on the last quarter note, so it's, it creates this rhythmic surge towards the next beat. So again, the same melody repeated, exactly, but reharmonized now, it's A major. But we still have the same melody, which includes a C natural which doesn't really go with A major, but Bartok doesn't care, he just rises anyway. Now when we get the jumping fourth idea, now this is, this time it's a pure C major, really nice. Going to F major. Back to A major, so it's kind of a juxtap 
juxtaposition of these two tonal centers, A major and C major, and it's going back and forth between them. Now back to these jumping again. And here we have an option to choose from. Uh, if you're like starting this, you can, I think you should start with the easier one, which is only much easier to grasp in one position. But if you're feeling more, if you want to add more notes, you can do the, the bigger chords. Adds a little bit of flesh to the accompaniment. But it's uh, slightly, quite a lot harder to jump there. Uh, anyway, once more with the new chord. And here, just increase the frequency of the 16th notes. Really nice to play. And just uh, a coda going between some kind of final cadence to A major from something I'm not really sure. It's the accent on the second beat of the bar, uh, which makes it really rhythmically driving. Yeah, and the increased frequency towards the very end as well. And this is really the uh, Dionysian way of music. Uh, let it all loose and go wild and uh, reach ecstasy from dancing, basically. You have this in this type of folk music melodies sometimes, Bartok also see it in Liszt, some of the Russians, Rachmaninoff, Skriabin, Shostakovich. And there's an opposite that's also in classical music, maybe even more, um, more weight often on the Apollonian side of music, like the balance and the clarity and control, like uh, especially the music of Bach, Mozart, Schubert and Brahms. So it's really too very different mindset. The best music has some elements of both, but this is very heavy on the Dionysian side, this movement at least, which is why it's such a, such a joy to play it. So I recommend all of you to try it out and uh, feel the Dionysian ecstasy of Bartok's faster dance. Thanks for watching Sonata Secrets. I hope you learned something and I encourage you to have a look at this almost no matter what level you're at, because I feel like they still bring a fresh perspective. And finally, the Patreon shoutout goes to Jay Perlman and A. Nika. Thanks for supporting me on Patreon. It means a lot.